Ladies and gentlemen, this is our main event. Welcome to the Throwing Jabs Podcast with Jace Garcia and Jared Jones. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Throwing Jabs, the boxing podcast. We're live with another episode. Let's dive right into the big fight that happened this past weekend as Arthur Biterbev KOs Alexander Vosdick in the 10th round to unify the IBF and WBC light heavyweight titles. This was a great fight. We, I, I was hyping it up. I was telling everyone I knew, watch this fight. This is going to be a good fight. It was on ESPN. You didn't have to pay extra for a subscription or anything. Yeah. You just got it for free, and it was a great fight. And, I mean, it ended how everyone wants a fight to end in a knockout. How yeah. all the casuals wanted to end. Well, in a long time, because Vostek, I feel like, was outclassed here. Yeah. It was... It's funny because I've been calling for Baterviev. The first time we did top five pound for pound, gave him an honorable mention at the end and said he will be the guy that beats Canelo. Now, this was his first huge step-up fight. And uh, he, dude, he dominated that guy. Yes, he did. He was was walking through. uh, And he looked, the thing that was odd to me is he looked like the slower guy as far as hand speed goes. But was winning the exchanges, even the short ones, just through. That that dude is a beast. Yeah, this I mean, guy is a monster, man. He did. The first round looked tough. The first round, I, I'm in my head. I thought, I, I've seen this before. This Vosdick is a technical fighter. Biterbev is this guy's a knockout artist. That's what it looked like in the first round because yeah. Vosdick was piecing him up. Biterbev would respond with a big shot uh, every once in a while. But then just a switch was flipped, and Biterbev came out the more technical fighter, the more better boxer, and boy, did he put it on Vosdick. Well, on his feet, if you're you're a boxing aficionado, one of the things that was really uh, impressive to me was the way that he cornered Vosdick, the way that he walked him down, he was making a little step here, a little step there, things I teach in the gym to keep the other person where where you want them strategically. And, uh, man, this guy's good. Yeah, this he is. Good. Uh, I'm excited to see him fight again. Who do you think he does fight again? There's obviously Dimitri Bivol, who fought last weekend and got the win. Uh, and then there's obviously the big money fight, which would be the winner of Canelo versus Kovalev. Which would you like to see? I'd, I'd like to see Canelo and Terviev so I can be right about it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Kovalev, I mean, is a tough guy. You can't count him out. But yeah. I do think Vazdik and Bivol are a hair behind these other three guys. Bivol, if I'm if I'm Dimitri Bivol, he hasn't had any real tests yet. Fight Vazdik. We now know that yeah. Derviev is better than Vazdik. So if you're Bivol and you did kind of get shut out of this little tournament we've got going here, uh, yeah, fight fight Vazdik, and then um, Baterviev will beat any of these guys. Yeah, I think the key determining factor here for what is the fight next is obviously the Canelo versus. Kovalev fight because uh, it is a big fight, 
but also it's a cross promotional fight. Yeah. Kovalev's with Top Rank. Canelo is with uh, Golden Boy, which is affiliated with the Zone. So if Canelo wins, I see Bivol. If Kovalev wins, I see Kovalev versus Biederbiv. Like, just just because of promotional wise. That that's just that's my uh, business mind thinking. But I I want to see. I think Biederbiv is the next in line of the big money fight, which is the winner of Canelo and Kovalev after what he showed against Vazdik. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I uh I like Beterbiev a lot. I th- man. Canelo Kovalev is a great fight, but I think I think Canelo and Beterbiev are at the end of this in whatever fashion that happens. You know, if Canelo can handle the step up to light heavy, that's the guy that that he's going to end up at the top of the heap with. One reason um, is because Usyk went up. Yeah, you're right. That was that was the other guy I liked in this weight division behind Beterbiev was Usyk, and now with him gone and Canelo coming up, this is man. It's awesome that we're in the end of it and talking about these guys actually fighting each other instead of you know the guys Bivol's fought on his way up. Yeah, you're right. You mentioned Usyk. Uh, kicking off our current events, Lomachenko comes that. out and says. Usyk would, quote-unquote, school Deontay Wilder. How do you think those two match up? I think, I think really, if you're a boxing head at all, anyone really schools Deontay Wilder. Yeah. Just because of his lack of uh, pure boxing talent. I'd well, say. and because of the word you used. If you were to say beat or yeah. knock out or thrash yes. or, or, you know, dominate. You said school, and there are, like you said, a, a fistful. There might be 20 heavyweights who would outbox him step by step. Yeah. You know, p- p- punch punch for punch. Deontay Wilder just isn't a very good boxer. Yeah. So I do, I do believe that he would school him. I also think he's a bit smaller. He's coming up from light heavyweight. And bomb squad, if this guy catches something, it falls over. You know, yeah. and, and that that would be a dangerous fight for both guys. Yeah. But uh, if Usek doesn't get caught, I would totally expect him to outbox Wilder. I mean, not getting caught against Wilder is tough. Yeah. I mean, the, the size and speed <laughs> obviously is an advantage for Usek. But also, uh, him being smaller, Deontay Wilder's reach. To get in, you got you to gotta put yourself in danger. And yeah. Putting yourself in... Danger of Deontay Wilder is something completely different. Yeah, so he'll either school him or get knocked unconscious. I think the odds are one or two. One of those two things will yeah. happen. Yeah, I feel like that's the odds for every Deontay Wilder. Yeah, fight. yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, I thought that of Flurry and uh, Fury and the knockdown was enough to was yeah. enough to get the draw. So he he boxed better in that fight than I thought he would. I thought for sure Tyson would out would outbox him, and he didn't. I. Then he we, did, but not yeah. like I thought. Yeah. yeah. Then uh, Eddie Reynoso, uh, Canelo Alvarez's trainer, says Canelo's plan to defeat Sergey Kovalev is to use a body attack. Now, what do you think of the trainer coming out and saying this in an upcoming fight? I and what do you think? Do you think that will work? I think if you look at Canelo's past fights, obviously he's going to go to the body. Well, 
this the whole thing coming out as um as news kind of surprised me. You plan to work the body in a heavyweight yeah. in, in a uh, excuse me in a in a light heavyweight title fight. Like you better have some kind of body attack. And we're talking about Canelo Alvarez. Was there really people out there clamoring that I bet he'll be head hunting today? This guy's yeah. always been a good body puncher. Like, and that's your trainer. Like, hey, he's yeah. going to use a body attack. Maybe he won't. Maybe that's why this news is out there. Big surprise. He's going to go in there head hunting, trading punches with Kovalev. I really doubt it. And I think it's a horrible idea. But otherwise, why is this news? Yeah. I, I mean, first off. It, the thing that it, it, the trainer made it sound like it's a secret. Like, this is our yeah. plan. This is what we're going to do. But first off, top why Canelo would you... Alvarez, top secret body attack. No, yeah. <laughs> first off, it is Canelo. He's going to go with the body. That, that's, that's what he does. But also, if you're a trainer and that's your secret weapon, why are you coming out and saying yeah. it? Yeah, let's publicize I, it. That 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 is what threw That's me off That's what I'm saying. From either angle, it doesn't really make sense. No. What are you talking about, dude? Yeah. So, I mean, that fight is next weekend. I'm excited for that fight. Let's see if Canelo does start going to the body. Who knows? Maybe with a couple extra pounds, he might find some power and start headhunting. Yeah, who knows? Hey, who knows? All right. <laughs> and then uh, let's move on. Continuing the saga of Tyson Fury in the WWE, he was on ESPN's first take and tells Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith that all of his promoters and trainers were angry with him about taking the contract and taking the match in WWE, which, I mean, makes sense. Yeah, of course. I mean, you don't want to get your fighter injured uh, when you got such a big money fight on the horizon. And, I mean, he Tyson Fury said it himself, this might... This WWE match might cause some issues with uh, the Don Deontay Wilder fight. So, I mean, I understand that. Contractually, yeah, you can understand why. But one thing I do not understand is enemy of the show, Eddie Hearn, comes out and says, Tyson Fury has lost an interest in boxing. Um, I, I, I don't think that I, 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 this is ridiculous to me. Don't think that's true at all. Um, I, I, this is a, if you heard the interview with Tyson Fury and ESPN on first take, this is a dream of his. He, he, I mean, you saw before the Schwartz fight, he was in the ring with Schwartz playing with chairs and that stuff. Like it was a yeah. WWE ring. Yeah. Then fast forward to the Otto Wallen fight. He's wearing a mask and coming out like a W. This is a dream of his. Let him live his dream. He's got nothing going on right now. If I mean, Wilder still has to get past Ortiz for that fight to even happen. So yeah. I don't get why you're bashing this guy. Why isn't that okay? Yeah, yeah. The other guy's in an actual boxing match. Yeah, and Eddie Hearn, you're the promoter. Do you know how many people watch WWE? More than they watch you're boxing? You're missing an opportunity here. If you're Eddie Hearn, you're missing an opportunity. A cross-promotional, yes. an obvious cross-promotional opportunity, and you're just completely oblivious. Also, you're I also think he's right. Yeah. To a certain extent, if you're going to do boxing professionally, you've got to be totally dedicated to it. If you want to be the best at it, you know, when you're not working, there's a guy out there that is and you're a bum, you know, yeah. you've got to stay working. And this is distracting and all of those things. I'm going to I'm going to call this one back for the flurry. All right. But, um, yeah. I, 
yeah, I think the anger's valid. Yeah, I think he's probably mostly right. But you're missing one, you know? Also, if you're Eddie Hearn, you made the Andy Ruiz and Anthony Joshua fight in Saudi Arabia. That's where Tyson Fury has his wrestling match. There has to be some sort of rub coming from that to help you in that fight as well. So, I... Eddie Hearn, he, I, I just, I, I despise this guy. He, yeah, open just, invite for Scrub Scraps to Eddie Hearn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all right, enough of that. Let's have some fun. We got, we, we, we're coming back to the segment, Who You Got. We did it when the NFL season started. The NBA season started last night. Who You Got as an NBA player in the boxing ring a video just circulated of terrence crawford uh training damian lillard a little bit yeah which uh could be interesting which is interesting like backtracking a little damian lillard is training boxing that's still gonna help his basketball game it's gonna help his cardio it's gonna help all this stuff why can't tyson fury training wwe help his wrestling i mean his boxing game it helps him as an athlete. This is it's 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 this is a tough one. It's a single sport athlete argument, yeah. you know? Yeah. So uh all right, now going back to the who you got, who do you got as an NBA player in the boxing ring? Jerry? I mean, that makes da- Damian Lillard easy, but I mean, the thing that struck me trying to figure this out is how many guys I don't think could fight. Yeah. That was the fun was like LeBron James. I, I he gets beat up. You put a Steph Curry. I don't think these guys no. could fight. <laughs> Most of those higher ups, you know, Harden, I see him flopping in a box. Yes, yes. <laughs> um Draymond Green, that's a solid one. Um and Russell Westbrook for some reason something tells me yeah, I, Westbrook I, I would be that. just just scrappy, and that's what I think you'd want to look at is the health of the guys. I can't have a guy that's injured once or twice a year playing basketball and think they're going to be able to box well. These guys, you know, for the most part, they stay healthy. I think those are my those are my and uh, John Wall. Okay, so John Wall, Draymond Green, Russell Westbrook were the three I came up with. I I got one. Last time we did a Who You Got, you pulled out the Holly home for the best boxer, and which was a little bit of, you, you said to yourself, a little bit of cheating. Yeah. I got one for you. Okay. James Johnson of the Miami Heat, he has a professional MMA career. So oh. this is something, he, he's had a couple professional MMA fights, so I think this is something that will do him well, that he will do well. He in. would exceed us, something yes. like that. So, uh, I mean, going back in the day, I think, dude, Dennis Rodman would kill some people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and he could fight Bill Lambeer. Yeah. And I think about it. I watched that today. I mean, <laughs> I watch yeah. them fight yes. right now. Yeah. I think going back in the day, you, you could have a lot of people. Like, there would be a lot of people. Now, with the way. Well, there they were batter dudes then. Yeah. Your Anthony Masons and your uh, Charles Oakleys in yes. New York and. Uh, what was the guy's name for the Pistons? Man, there were some monsters, though, you didn't, yeah. you know, that you didn't... I bet Carl Malone will beat up most of the NBA yeah. guys now. He's just a tougher... You know, they're more athletic now. Sure. Yeah. Jump higher, run a little faster, but... 
Man, they're thinking most sports. They don't want to go back and see those guys. You don't want to see Jack Tatum at safety when you're running a cross no. route in the end. You know, yeah. you'd rather see any safety from the last 10 years than a Ronnie right. Lott, Steve Atwater, because it was different rules, tougher guys. Yeah, you're right. Um, another person I think would do pretty well, DeMarcus Cousins. Thick, big boy. Uh, yeah. Tall. Got some, got some length on him. I think he, he put him a heavyweight. He could probably knock some people Athletic, out. Athletic, yeah. So, all right. Let's talk the fights coming this weekend. We got a couple, couple good ones. Saturday, October 26th. It's jam-packed. We got two solid title fights, two different promotions. Starting off with ESPN Plus from Reno, Nevada. Shakur Stevenson and uh, Joe Gonzalez fight for the vacant WBO featherweight title. Shakur, St- Shakur Stevenson, there's a lot of hype around this kid. Yeah, yeah, well, he was an uh, Olympian. Yeah. So we've been watching him for a while, and I think he should be favored here. Yeah, probably. But these are, two, these are two of the best guys, young up-and-comers. This is a yes, please. Thank you for signing this fight. We want to see these two guys fight each other. Yeah. And not only that, um, Stevenson, not sure I'm a big fan of the way he promotes himself. He said some things on the internet uh, to Joe Gonzalez, and they've been back and forth for quite some time, actually, uh, on the internet, you know. And um, Joe seemed to keep it more boxing and you and I where Shakur had some comments that were a little personal, okay. you know? So I'm not sure I'm a big fan of that. There's plenty of ways to get your name out there to be seen. You could be demonstrative. You can jump up and down, you know, Connor up until he punches somebody in the face or throws a chair at a boss. It works. Yeah. What he does works, you know, Mayweather, what he does works. So if you're trying to get that, you don't, you know, you can leave my wife and kids out of it and talk all the, all the smack you want to. You feel me? I like Shakur in the fight. I like Joe's uh, conduct in the internet beef thus far. Okay. I, 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 that stuff still does sell fight. You look at the Conor McGregor. You, you brought up Conor McGregor. You look at the build up to his fight with uh, Khabib. All there Our was. Name. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But the. In the fight to Khabib, every promotion was him throwing the dolly at the bus. Yeah. Like, all this stuff that you say, everyone comes out and says, oh, this isn't good, this and that. And it you, ends up it being is worth selling the your fight in yeah. the long run, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, I think in this age where it is all about the money fights and all about getting your name out there with uh, talking smack, I mean, look... <laughs> the, but if that's your idea of a publicity stunt is trashing somebody's kids well going back to ufc look at colby covington that dude has no boundaries yeah everyone tunes in to see him get his butt whooped. he's become the heel yeah but i mean people are still tuning in this dude is still making money it's hard to say stop doing it when it's profitable yeah you know if it, if it if it's profitable to him, he should keep doing it. Yeah, and he he is Kobe Covington, man. He is like a WWE tough guy out there just talking. I feel like some of that has to be a character, you know. A role oh, it, it is for entertainment. Purposes. Uh, he's good friends with Chael Sonnet, who was the first person to do that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I I mean, 
boxing has always had stuff like this, even before the UFC, with the Muhammad Ali's and that stuff, but yeah. not like a heel like this. So uh, maybe I, I think if Shakur Stevenson did take that over and did be embrace the heel, did the whole Kobe Covington chill sonnet thing, I think that'd be great. And yeah. I think people would people would buy those fights. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the problem though is you've just started this attitude kind of with yeah. this guy and this is what you know the other really bad dude that i want to see in the division you you this is a winner you win this fight and keep it up find something funny to say about the next guy you know yeah yeah i don't mind heels they they make yeah. it entertaining all you used to say half the people showed up to see me win half of them showed up to see me lose nobody showed up to see you <laughs> yeah <laughs> and for the most part he was right yeah all right let's move on to the even bigger fight Ooh. on saturday night from london on the zone the world boxing super series comes to an end and showcases regis progress and josh taylor as they battle to unify the wba and ibf Welterweight titles. This should be fun. This, this, I have a horse in every race. You know, I will give you my, when I was a very young child, little personal anecdote. When I was very, very young, I had uh, my grandfather older, you know, generationally, he was quite a bit older, you know. So when I was really little, he was in his seventies, maybe when I was seven, you know, so. Move your mic up. So, um, I used to always, when we went over to grandma and grandpa's pot house, he's watching some sports, you know, and I'll follow all the sports. So I know all the teams and I, whatever he's watching. Hey, are you, who are you root for? Uh, I don't know. Who are you root for? Huh? I don't, I don't care. You know, you don't want, why are you watching if you don't want either team to win? Yeah. You know, and now as an adult, I'm like, okay, well, when the Jets play the Bucks, nobody cares, you know? Yeah. But I make a point of my kid, hey, Dad, who are you rooting for? The Bucks. You know, I, I make a point of liking one a little bit better. It brings me back to my... So I make a point of always having a horse in the race. I'm yeah. going to pick one of these. Man, this Josh Taylor Regis progress fight, dude. Yeah, I have yet to see one on the show that I go, I don't know who's, I don't, I don't have a, a pick here. Pacquiao's the only one that surprised. Pacquiao beat Thurman is the one time I've been wrong so far. Yeah. This one, I don't want to, I don't want to call it. I've been thinking they're both left-handed right. and haven't fought a lot of left-handed guys. You don't have something to look at that like, oh, that might be a chip in one of their armor or the other because they're both undefeated and have looked basically flawless um yeah. damn i gotta take progress but this is that these two fights yeah we're 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 the cream is rising to the top of the, of the boxing game and this is one of the fights that's gonna put it out there yeah this is i said it before the show even started this is boxing season we're getting yeah. so many good fights and this is just another one of them if you have the zone Tune in and watch this this title fight. If you don't, tune in to ESPN Plus. If you have neither, um, I'm sure you can find something online to get you there. 
But you, these fights are good. These fights are good. You need to be watching them. I'm excited, dude. These, the thing is, I'm just super excited. But I, I think something like Pro Grace and Josh Taylor needs to be getting more clout. I think more people should be watching this. More people should be seeing this. Well, this and that's is the thing a, is you, you create Shakur Stevenson's when the yeah. average boxing fan thinks Tank Davis is going to be Lomachenko. Yeah. You know, if, if that's what we're getting with our average boxing fan, then you're going to lose fights like this. And those two internet trolls that fought each other, you know, and you put Billy Joe Saunders on the undercard. Remember yes. that? Yes. Yeah. So that, oh that's God. like the direction we're heading. If we can't find a way to promote these two guys, you know, and uh, to, neither, neither one of these guys is restricted and mild mannered type of fellows you know yeah. they they yeah. they say when they have something to say they say it they don't mind being on youtube or on the internet talking smack i don't know how more people aren't interested in this fight and knowing who both of those guys are because they're these are top of the game type guys yeah i mean going and looking at shakur stevenson and what brought him to the top it was fighting on big cards on ESPN, not just ESPN plus ESPN with the zone. The zone is honestly, in my opinion, the king of boxing right now. Yeah. They have the best fighters. They make the best fights, but it's the zone. It's behind a paywall. You can't just tune into the channel and watch it. Yeah. That That's holding people back uh, from, from watching it and watching these great fights. And if you want boxing to keep going and rise to the top and be what it is right now, in the public eye because boxing is great right now you need to have it be easily accessible and also i mean we both graduated the connecticut school of broadcasting the zones shout product, out to csb <laughs> connecticut school of broadcasting on bird's eye road in farmington the <laughs> zones production oh my goodness there is so much wrong and even on big espn the fight we just talked about, Bev and Vosdick, there was stuff. It was just cutting to black at random moments. Like, that Nothing. is not good production value. And, I mean, that stuff does... <laughs> those are problems. Well, and all the money, I haven't seen it yet, but all the money from this guy, I'm assuming because of the zone cards, uh, Progress and Taylor, thank you. Um, the undercards for the last two or three yeah. cards I've seen are just trash. It's one up-and-coming great fighter who you want to put his name and get him out there. And another guy that we will literally never see on television again because you brought him there to lose to that guy with his half-decent record. Kaka. Yeah, and, and I said that last week, the production quality. It's like you have so many things going well for you. And then you're just shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. With these stupid, stupid mistakes. Having bums on the undercard fighting, uh, fighting world-class guys. And uh, production value. What are you doing? Who do you like? What? <clears throat> we just learned this stuff. Yeah, we put together a better show than that. Yeah. Half the time. We're not missing some of those. We're not missing like that, dude. No, we're not cutting to black randomly <laughs> in the middle of a fight. <laughs> but, uh. Some fights this weekend, uh, some other notable fights that don't really have to worry about production value because they're not on TV. <laughs> um, fade them to black before they start Yeah, in the uh, blue corner. 
October 24th, the only one of these cards you can actually watch on ringtv.com. Uh, Elwin Soto looks to make his first title defense against Edward uh, Heno. Uh, if I remember correctly, when Elwin Soto won the belt, that, that, that left a bitter taste in my mouth because of the stoppage, if oh, I remember yeah. correctly. Yep. So I, I, it sucks and that we're know. not seeing a rematch. but And we should. Yeah. This Hino kid's undefeated. With 19 fights and 14 wins. <laughs> I, I love that like 27% of his fights ended in draws. I just think that's cool. Like what are the betting odds that this one ends in a draw? Because they should be better than most fights. Yeah. This guy's got away. Knocked out five guys. Has five knockouts and five draws. Undefeated. 20 fights. That's, that's, that's wild. Yeah. All right, and then uh, Friday, October 25th from Thailand, uh, Wayne, Wayne Hang Menothin. We'll let you work your way. Menothin. <laughs> yeah, dude. These are tough. Well, uh, see, they, they, they call him that to make it easier. It's actually Chea Fon Moonsurai. Oh, my God. That's his real name. That's like his middle name. <laughs> All right, he defends okay, his Okay, Wang Chung Melatonin. <laughs> he defends his uh WBC strawweight champion against uh Conco. I'm not even going to give his first name a try. Simpawe? S I M P I W E Simpawe? I think his nickname should be Marvelous. Simpawe Marvelous Conco. <laughs> right. Uh then uh October 26th from Puerto Rico, Axel Aragon. What a name. That's a solid name. Challenges Wilfredo Mendez for his WBO strawweight title. And then that same night from Trinidad and Tobago, the vacant WBC Women's Heavyweight Championship is on the line as Larissa Rivas takes on Gwendolyn O'Neal. All right. Those are the fights coming up this weekend. We're going to end the show like we always end the show. And Jared hit me with that flurry. I think that Eddie Hearn's comments on Tyson Fury display who he is as an individual. Something about his character that when, when I question somebody in the manner I questioned him, I'm not walking around my everyday life inviting people to fight. Matter of fact, Eddie Hearn's the only person I've called out in the last five, six, seven years. Um, not that I'll actually get to fight him, <laughs> but, uh, just, that's not, that's, that's a little bit out of character for me, but I think yeah. this comment he makes is in character for him. I was watching something on, um, doing some research as well, looking at some of the numbers for single sport athletes. And not only are they more than twice as likely to sustain an injury that's associated with their sport. But there also, um, there also is no evidence to support the idea that they will make it to the highest level of that sport. Yeah. It, so you talked about the benefits of cross-training earlier with boxing. Those numbers speak to that. The average age of Tommy John surgery over the last 15 years has dropped 10 years from 27 to 17. Um, if you're unfamiliar, this is like a pitching specific yeah. 
surgery that they do for pitchers named after a pitcher named Tommy John who got the surgery and came back and pitched another eight years and ended up in the Hall of Fame. Um, so Tommy John surgery, 17 years old is the average person that's getting Tommy John surgery. That's crazy. So these are single sport athletes. Yeah. Over 80% of them do baseball during the summer, during the spring, during the fall. They're doing baseball, three different leagues, indoor, outdoor, wiffle ball, and, you know, every, yeah. every season that they can do it. So until now, that has been the only way to do boxing. Even amateurs yeah. are, are expected to do it with that type of tenacity. I'm going to take three, four months off and join the tennis team. Is you know, your boxing coach is, one, is the coach of one of the only sports where you say that and they go, where is your dedication? You're going to do a season of basketball? I thought you wanted it, you know? Yeah. And that's where Eddie Hearn is. This old school, grind yourself into the ground type of mentality to pay me. That's where he's coming from. You know, this is how I eat. So you should be invested 100% in it. The, the promoters, the, like the stuff about him um, and injury risk and contractual obligations, fine. But to question him as an individual, as if yeah. he somehow lost his passion or his fire because he wants to try something else with boxing while he's still young enough to do some of these things that he's doing as one of the greatest athletes on the planet, to bash him for that. I think we support the individual and then we support the athlete and then we support the boxer. So as a boxer, I can say Tyson Fury could be a little more dedicated to his craft. You're at the top of the game. This is what you do professionally. Let's get dedicated. But that seems a little old school to me because as an athlete, I respect what he's doing. He's getting into another game, another sport, and he's, and he's giving, throwing his hat in the ring. Fine, go do that. And as an individual, you're raising your name, you're raising the entertainment value, you're raising your money, you're raising your portfolio. All of it works for Tyson Fury. So to hate on that man and question, it's despicable. Yeah. It really is despicable to, to talk about him like he has somehow withered away and doesn't really want it anymore because he's doing things that statistically make sense, may keep him from getting injured boxing. That's what the statistics suggest, is yeah. that if you cross some of this stuff up, if he tried to do a, a season a D-League NBA, that it would make his body more functional when he went back. So depending on what you're trying to get out of these people, if it's to get them to kill each other so you can get paid, then Eddie Hearn said exactly what he was supposed to say. And if it's to make them better people, champions of life, like most of these promoters love to chant how great boxing can be to an individual's life and livelihood and decision-making skills, then let Tyson Fury live. Let him live. Yeah. Let him do his thing. Be, be upset because it, you know, he gets injured and it's a pay cut for you. But like you said, the dude he's supposed to fight has a fight between now and then. Let him live. Yeah. Uh, I mean, going like, like you mentioned with Tommy John surgery, also part of that decline is also scouts and all that stuff. They don't want you to play year round. They want you to show the cross training, show you you're able to go in different sports and that stuff. So athleticism, sport, the yeah. athlete, not the sport. Yeah. yeah. I think one thing with boxing that takes away from that 
There's no off season in boxing. Exactly. It's year round. But right now, if you're Tyson Fury, this is the off season. You have a fight maybe for February. Yeah. That's you got time between then. Yeah. So I, I think that's great. Also, we, we we talked about Deontay Wilder earlier. That dude, he didn't start boxing early. He hasn't been boxing his whole life. No, his original an athlete with a with a with a leg problem or something, right? No, yeah. His original plan was to go to Alabama, go play. He originally wanted to go to Alabama, play football, football go into yeah. the NFL. Well, wasn't big enough. He wanted to go to Alabama, play basketball, go into the NBA. Decided I I need to get my family wealthy quick. I'm going to boxing. Yeah. So, I mean, this dude wasn't growing up from the age of five or whatever, like like Canelo was. No, no disrespect to Canelo, but Canelo's one of the greatest. But there is still success to be had if you aren't just coming out of the womb. With yes. Boxing well, and that's it. That's what you're saying. Supports those statistics that I was looking at. Yeah. That it doesn't necessarily. You put them in it when they're four or five years old. You wrap them up. You Oscar De La Hoya all the way up. Uh, and there's countless examples of people that are like that. But we don't have evidence to suggest that somebody can't pick this up while they still have their mental plasticity, that somebody can't pick up this game and get to the top level. You know, it's yeah. assuming they're a decent athlete. You're a good athlete. You could pick this up. And I mean... In all sports, there are factors that are going to help boxing. Basketball, football, there's a lot of footwork. There's a lot of uh, using your hips, creating power, generating power, oh, yeah. all that stuff. So I, I, I don't understand why that wouldn't help them. And, I mean, in WWE, I don't know exactly what they do. I feel like a lot of conditioning has come into play there. Yeah. So th that might help his conditioning. Uh, maybe... Maybe taking hits or something. I, I don't know. Flexibility. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, I, I I am excited to see what happens with Tyson Fury this next Thursday in WWE. And I don't I don't see him getting hurt. I don't see him getting injured. No, I don't see either. this. The only way him and Deontay Wilder don't fight in February is it's Deontay Wilder, Wilder loses, loses to Ortiz. Yep. WWE is not going to get in the middle of that. Yep. All right. That's been it for the show this week. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you follow Throwing Jabs on Twitter as well as like us on Facebook. And that's going to be it. Thank you and see you next time. <laughs>